The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome back to Mobile optimization week on the voices of search podcast i'm your host benjamin shapiro and this week we're going to publish an episode every day covering what you need to know about the technical optimizations that will improve your performance and visibility on your mobile sites joining us for mobile optimization week is cindy crumb who is the founder and ceo of mobile moxie which is a mobile centric set of tools and apis that help seos gain better insights into their mobile site experiences Outside of leading the charge at Mobile Moxie, Cindy is also the author of Mobile Marketing, Finding Your Customers No Matter Where They Are. And today we're going to discuss code consolidation and deprecation for mobile optimization. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the fourth installment of Mobile Optimization Week with Cindy Crumb, founder and CEO of Mobile Moxie. Cindy, welcome back to Mobile Optimization Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks. Great to great to have you back. We're going to talk about a topic that I'm going to be totally honest is probably over my head. We're going to get real technical on this one and talk about code consolidation and deprecation, which originally I thought was deprivation. Talk to me a little bit about how you can adjust your code base so you are stripping out what is not necessary for mobile without confusing Google? What's the process here? Yeah. So number one, you can do AMP like we talked about in the last episode. That's a great way to streamline code. But I think that the idea with this episode topic area is a lot to do with how long the web's been around, actually. The web is growing and getting older. And what that means from a development perspective is we're kind of like building 
on an original house than building it out. And if we've had websites since the beginning of the web, unless we've like wiped everything clean and gone full clean slate, we have a bunch of legacy code that used to be useful and now no one knows what it does, but they leave it in because they don't want to break anything. And legacy code becomes a problem. And so companies are coming up with different ways to build sites um, that are new and clever and potentially very useful, uh, but we may need to look at cleaning up the code. So some of the things that companies are doing can be great for cleaning up code, which gives you a faster load time. And for instance, the, the easy things here that I've been talking about for years are consolidating the round trip requests needed to load a page, which would mean instead of having 10 style sheets for every page, just having one or two. And that drastically minimizes the number of round trip requests for most websites because lots of websites have kind of gotten sloppy and they have a style sheet for this and a style sheet for that. And they have this style sheet, which they're not quite sure what it does anymore, but they leave it in just because it might be controlling one little piece of font somewhere. And that's sloppy and that slows down the browser because especially on a mobile phone, round trip requests really, really slow down the experience much more than they would in a desktop. It's just a different way that mobile browsers work. And they're going over mobile networks, which might be slow, might lose connectivity, stuff like that. So if you consolidate the number of round trip requests, the page is going to load a lot faster. And it kind of forces you to consolidate and then look at if you have unused CSS classes or a bunch of uh, junk CSS that's overriding each other, things like that. So you have one style sheet per page, let's say, and maybe one that's a global one for the whole website. Mm -hmm. And that keeps you more neat and tidy. Uh, same thing with JavaScript. You can do the exact same thing. And it, right now, a lot of websites will go get this JavaScript for that and that JavaScript for this. And they, they have the separate JavaScripts that do the separate things. And that makes sense from a development perspective, but it doesn't make sense from a load time perspective because it's too many round trip requests too much processing time on the JavaScript. It's better to go get the JavaScript early in the page load, let it process in the background, and just do that once. And then have really nice, clean, concise JavaScript, which again is why I do recommend using AMP JavaScript code whenever you can, even if you're not trying to validate because it's as streamlined as it possibly can be. But yeah, consolidating the number of round trip requests is good. The other thing that um, most SEOs aren't talking about is sprites. Do you know what sprites are, Ben? I have no idea. Oh my god! It's a soda, as far as I'm concerned. The sprites are great, theoretically, because what it does is all of the little images on a website—icons, arrows, things like that—that are mostly to to make it look pretty and to give kind of guidance about how the page works. All those little things used to be back in the old days web development, they would be a separate round trip request. Mm -hmm. And again, for mobile, that slows you down a lot. So uh, they developed these things called sprites. And sprites are a cluster of all of the different images on a page. And then that sprite uses a style sheet or uses the existing style sheet to tell those little icons where they belong on the page. Mm -hmm. Load the one sprite image and then all of the little pieces of the image find their location on the page. Mm -hmm. So that consolidates a lot of round trip requests for images and makes it 
faster load time. The problem is big companies, and I've seen like Fortune 100, Fortune 10 companies when we were looking at their websites where they just got sloppy with the sprites and like a developer found a sprite and he or she was like, I don't know which, which of these icons are used anymore. Clearly some aren't used. And you know what? I'm just going to make a copy of this sprite and add my arrow over here because we have a new arrow in the design. And then we're going to do a separate call for that sprite. And the problem is when you're doing that over years and years, then too many people have touched the page. And then you have like 10 or 15 round trips for different sprites. And you have a sprite for the arrows and a sprite that also includes the arrows, but includes other things. And no one knows which sprite is controlling what. And everyone's in such a rush that instead of Mm -hmm. keeping it neat and tidy, they just kind of replicate it and say, oh, one more round trip request won't kill us. Well, uh, over time, when you keep doing that, it does get to be a burden. And especially if you want a really fast load time, sprites are great in theory, but they have to be used correctly. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I think the metaphor here is uh, this is house cleaning. Yep. And, you know, when I think about it, it's it's easy when you move into a new house to lay everything out where you want it. You know, you're developing a new site. You use the latest technology. Everything is streamlined. There's a clear process in place. When you lived at a place for a long time, you know, all the cupboards end up full. Eventually you grow into the house and stuff starts, you know, popping out from the seams. What advice do you have for people that have large, complex sites that multiple people have touched over multiple years? Is there a process for cleaning and consolidating? Yep. I say um, we call it site hygiene. We say it needs to be done at least at least every six months, maybe quarterly. And also setting up rules for pages. And even if you're not following the AMP standards, you can have similar standards and say, listen, we have one global style sheet and one style sheet per page template, and that's it, buddy. Or we have same thing for JavaScript, one JavaScript file per page template and one global JavaScript file. And the two should not replicate each other's code, right? You shouldn't have the JavaScript that controls this also there just in case or, or because it was there and now it's moved here. It needs to be really neat and tidy and and there need to be code audits. 
at least every six months. And we need to just have rules in place for the site that says we can only have this many round trip requests per page. And this needs to be handled like this. And there can only be a maximum X number of sprites per page. And no, no including images in one sprite and the other sprite because that leads to confusion. And then that's the confusion is what causes people to just replicate and start over. And then you have five calls for five sprites that have the same arrow. And this call puts the arrow over here. And this call is from a different version of the image, but using the same arrow. It becomes very messy, right? I guess, the yeah, the thing that goes into my head, it, uh, again, you're sure you have to go and you have to do your house cleaning and you have to clean everything up and dump everything out of the drawers and figure out what you need and only keep the stuff you uh, you want. There's the the Mary Kodo uh, version of SEO and code consolidation here. Like, does this sprite bring me joy? <laughs> Is there a notion of a code consolidation or deprecation uh House clean. Is there a maid available? Is there a way that you can have somebody else come in here, come into your site and evaluate it and clean out some of the stuff that's not being used? Yeah, definitely. There are tools that will go in and find unused CSS classes. There are tools that will give you a, a score or recommendations for optimizing your JavaScript. There are sprite tools. So yes. But then the other thing, let's say you can't handle it, right? can't handle the house anymore. You just got to move. Your website is a hoarder. Your website's a hoarder. Lots of reality TV show metaphors <laughs> in this show. Um, Google is, is changing a lot, like we've been talking about. And you could just start kind of abandon ship or, or emotionally abandon ship and say, we're going to optimize Google My Business now. Because Google My Business has all of the location optimization. You can now put products. You can now have calls to action for booking appointments. There's a lot you can do in Google My Business where it's, it does the code for you. You just provide the content. And since it's hosted by Google, I tend to believe that they like to rank it. Yeah, I think that when I think about the topic in general, some of the technical optimizations, I'll be totally honest, are above my head and pay grade. Thank you, Jordan, for suggesting this topic and making me the host. But, uh, you know, I, I do think that there is a methodology behind this where you have to, you know, build a new site using technology that has clean code. And then you have to audit it and maintain it if you're starting from the beginning. If you're working on a legacy site, you know, there's a constant amount of cleanup that you have to do and you have to figure out the calculus of should I invest in rebuilding the underlying technology behind the site or do I try to fix what I have? Last question I have for you, for the companies that are working on legacy sites, the ones that have full closets, full drawers, stuff popping out of the scenes, they need a maid. How do you figure out whether you should be rebuilding and starting from scratch uh, or and relaunching the website or... Uh, how do you figure out whether you should salvage what you already have? It's all about your tech resources and what they're capable of and what they have time for. Because let's say you have a custom CMS that only five people in the world know, and you're wanting to rebuild that, that's going to be slower than uh, making updates in a common CMS that has a lot of documentation and that you can just bring on board more people to help with. Yeah, and to round this back into mobile because it is Mobile Marketing Month, I think that the you know the theme that we're maybe not expressly mentioning to this point is as the use of mobile becomes more pervasive, site speed is more important. So having a grip on 
your code debt and making sure that your site is operating as quickly as possible has a real business impact. You know, people are expecting more on demand. There's more inconsistencies with mobile connections. And and this is becoming a more and more important topic. Yeah. And let me let me add on one more thing which I think I may not have expressed very well, but when I was mentioning Google My Business, remember that let's say you're an SEO who works for a company, but you don't have access to the development team and you can't, or you've, you've had things in there for, in their queue for over a year and it just never gets done. I think it's very interesting that Google My Business now allows you to take the information that you feed it and generate a website. And I have recommended to SEOs that aren't getting the the results that they want because their hands are tied code-wise on some of the websites to get permission to try and optimize these GMB-generated websites and see how they do. Because the tests that uh, SEOs have done show that those GMB websites, which is different from your GMB landing page, it's actually got its own little domain, uh, they rank well quickly. Yeah. Well, so there's another way to get around if you're having a tremendous amount of technical debt and you're having a hard time getting prioritized by your developers. Maybe go take a segment of your existing website, spin out a GMB uh, website, and then test the performance of that page as opposed to the existing category that you have that's underperforming. Yeah. Use it to prove that uh, there's opportunity. If they're saying, oh, it's not worth our time, then like, fine, then we'll do it this way. Look, code consolidation and deprecation is a, a complicated topic, and it's going to be nuanced for every single business. Hopefully, we've given you some things to think about in terms of when you should be focusing on consolidation, when you should abandon ship, and some other tools to prove that you're going to be able to drive additional business results by making some changes. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cindy Crum, the founder and CEO of Mobile Moxie. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Cindy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send her a tweet where her handle is Suzix, S-U-Z-Z-I-C-K-S. Or you can visit her company's website, which is mobilemoxie.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. And if you have general marketing questions or if you want to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app 
Chapman will be back in your feed tomorrow morning to discuss the future of mobile SEO optimization. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this show and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.